This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Roleplay Retcon does not own any part of the original versions of movies we retcon, nor are we associated with the artists who make them. And let me level with you guys. Sometimes we're going to say dirty words in this podcast, and that's okay. And maybe you don't want your kids to hear that, and that's okay too. But you as a parent get to make that decision on what they listen to and don't listen to. Thanks, and enjoy the episode. Previously on Roleplay Retcon Does Twilight, today is the first day of school. I I like to get up early and head into work early. Uh, Well, part of that is so that I can avoid not talking to my son. Uh, Because Estella is being constantly bombarded from all directions with lots of crazy thoughts, and when she looks at you, it's like peace and calm. Uh, She's gotten into some kind of trouble with her vampire puberty. (laughs) There has been another body found in the woods. What do you mean another body? Uh, You remember, you remember what happened 15 years ago. I'm not paying attention at all. I'm just looking at Bradley. Your friend Madge Forrester is already standing outside waiting for you to show up. And lying on the ground in front of you is someone that you know, Charlie. His name is Cooper Washington. How did you hear me talking about hiking? You were way over here. You talk really loud, Bradley. The camera pans over to show the silhouette of a large man who is staring into the shed and watching Charlie go into the house. Let's get some romance on. How about it? Ooh, sounds great. All right. So today we join our heroes, uh, and it is the following Wednesday. It is one week from the first day of school. Has anything interesting happened in this past week for you, Alex slash Bradley? I sprained my knee a little bit. Uh-oh. How so? Um, Falling down. Oh no, just randomly? Yeah, just I, I I tripped on a step and like hit my knee and everybody laughed at me. It was Aww. an was ordeal. Was it in school? In the middle of school? It was in the middle of school. Aww. And and like the worst part is it wasn't even like a flight of stairs. It was like a one step. I tripped Oop, over it. Just fell right on up it. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Are you able to walk pretty okay on it? I think I'm all right. I think it, it was not serious. Okay. Do you have it wrapped up or anything? I've got it wrapped up. Nice. Estella, what has happened in your life over the past week? Anything interesting? Well, I'm very angry that Bradley seemed to have tripped over a flight of stairs and hurt his knee. A single solitary stair? Yeah. That is very unacceptable to me. I feel like I need to be around him even more now. 
to make sure he does not fall upstairs. Did he fall up the stairs? It was one step. It was one step still. Did did he fall up and the stairs? And you fell up? You didn't fall down? Well, it was it was kind of like it was like like an unlevel plane, right? And there's like a step. So it was one step. So I guess I fell up. I was one step closer to the edge and then I broke. So I'm very disturbed by this fact that there was someone murdered in the woods. I'm I'm still very certain that it was not a black bear. And then Bradley decides to trip up some stairs, and I am very protective of Bradley, so I'm I'm currently very pissed off that he managed to hurt himself up some the stairs. The audacity. The audacity. What is going on with this kid? Why am I obsessed? Ugh. I am so obsessed. <laughs> Charlie, what has happened of note in the past week? So, uh, I know that uh, fate has a thing. Um, you can, like, spend a fate point to declare a story detail. And I think that might be what I have to do here. Um, <gasps> yes! Thank you, Ben. Perfect. You're going to use one of your fate points to declare a story. Ma- Madge was kind of like, hey, are we going to just lie to the town about what's going on here? And, uh, that and, is what she said. Um, the answer to that is no. We were for the moment, but in this past week, yes, it is now. Uh, we we weren't I, like Charlie was not going to cover this up as the police. He, he just um, uh, so uh, he did like talk to the papers and stuff, and, and now now the town is aware that there was a murder in the woods, uh, and that um, uh. He he has not linked it to any anything in the in the town's past right now, um, but but the town knows that that there was a murder in the woods and that it, it appears that someone uh, died from a neck wound. Mm, that's not, what. Well, you're... not someone. It was Charlie Washington. So, the, what are all of the details that you are releasing to the public then? Um. Did you talk to the papes? What's yeah. the name of the uh, the, paper? Three, the three specific details is, it was Charlie Washington. What is the name of the paper? What is the name of the paper? So it'd be... His name's not Charlie. Oh, sorry, Cooper. Cooper, Cooper. Cooper. I'm Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, the actual Forks, the actual Forks news sources, the Forks Forum. We should do that then. Okay, so did you talk to the Forks Forum? Yeah, well, I, I gave a press conference, but... Um, so there was like TV stations. This is this was a big deal. I think I think some out of towners might have come and done some news here. But so basically, the press and the town now knows the three major details. They know is it was Cooper Washington. Um, it is being treated as a homicide, and uh, it where it happened in the woods. So he's like, hey, maybe stay away from the woods, okay? Um, they don't have any suspects right now. So yeah, I guess I guess really the thing is. Um, the town knows that and is maybe on edge now. Is the is the story thing I'm uh, spending up? So today in August, everyone is wearing scarves just in case. All right. Anything else happen over the past week? Um, I changed my classes to all of Bradley's <laughs> because I have a pull over the um, important people at the school. All right. Um, well, if Ben had to do it, I think you have to do it. Spend a fate point for that. All right. So you each have uh, Mr. Davis Calculus first. 
Mrs. Wilson, History 2nd. Mr. Miller, Science 4th. What do you guys have 3rd? So biology is 4th. Oh, you want Jim for 3rd? Why not? Jim. Jim. I mean, I can can do Jim all day long, so okay. Jim with... Patrick. Patrick O'Flanagan. Cameos. <laughs> hey, alternate universe cameos. <laughs> All right, Mr. O'Flanagan, sure. All right. Okay. So, um, anything else, uh, Ben, that has happened over the past week other than you guys had a press conference? Yeah, I, and I'm just going to say that this investigation has gone nowhere. Investigation has gone nowhere. Can, Agreed. Can I interject and say that I've had more conversations with Carlisle? Uh, yeah, sure. What kind of conversations? I think that Carlisle and I would have had more conversations about how this was not a homicide, and I haven't been able to hear exactly what it could have been, so whoever did this, like, they're too far away. But Carlisle and I both agree that there's no way it was a bear attack, there's no way it was a another human being that did this to Mr. Washington. So you and Carlisle have your strong suspicions that it was something else. All right, it is Wednesday morning, the crack of dawn. Who's up first and what are you doing? Well, obviously Estella because she doesn't sleep, but that's okay. All right. (laughs) Estella is up first. She is up at the crack of dawn. Estella, you up to anything fun? Well, I've been knitting most of the night. I'm kind of thinking about knitting Bradley a sweater. Um, it, it's kind of, it, it's not really winter time right now, but I'm still in that stage where I think that he needs a sweater to like cool off. To war- I'm sorry, <clears throat> to warm up to me. What color is it? I was going to say blue because blue's my favorite color. So I'm knitting, I'm knitting him a darker blue color so i think it might match his eyes oh cute that's sweet he does need a knitted sweater perhaps a scarf <laughs> just kidding a scarf some mittens maybe some mittens no i think that charlie might need some mittens because he's like out in the woods <laughs> i'm not sure we like each other though that's true, but I feel like mittens or a scarf, like if, if I knitted those for you, hey, well, you know, trying to set the groundwork for making you like me. Estella, do you have any kind of motivation for Charlie to like you? Okay, okay. Charlie needs to trust me. He needs to trust me because he is Bradley's. Okay, um, in the Swan household, who's up first? Well, probably me. Probably uh, Charlie. I'm, I'm, yeah. All right, Charlie, you're um, awake. What do you do? I want to go to the diner and have a cup of coffee with Madge. All right, so you start off to the diner with to uh, meet your good friend Madge. Um, give me a notice roll. You and Alex and your notice rolls. Notice rolls make the world go round. Yeah, come on. It's it just is, good GMing or something. It I don't is, know. It is. It is. It is one of my uh, GMing hallmarks that I I don't care for perception checks. (laughs) Well, sorry about it. Uh, Do you have anything to add to this? Uh, Oh, you have a plus three. Yeah, I do. Okay. So you rolled a zero. You've got a plus three. 
All right, uh, you tie it up. You tie it up. All right, um, Charlie, as you are walking outside to get to your 1990s generic blue Volvo, there is a, um, a large shape about three yards to the west of your Volvo. It's still dusky outside. You can't, you can't really make it out from where you are. Um, it's on the ground. He, 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 uh, he just like puts a hand on the hilt, on the like handle of his, uh, weapon. And he says, somebody there? You get no reply. Uh, I'm going to walk like very carefully over there. And the closer you get, the more you can see, um, it looks like something has been placed in your yard and a tarp has been uh, placed over it. A dirty, old, faded tarp. I'm, I'm going to, like, actually, like, draw the weapon now. Okay. And, uh, and, uh, first I'm going to, like, look around. Like, I'm going to kneel next to the tarp, but I'm going to, like, look around to see if this is, like, bait for something. I don't know. Okay, roll me like, another notice. Same result. Three. Three. Um, so you kneel down beside the tarp. You have your gun drawn. You're looking around... Um, all around you, 360, and you don't really see anything out of the ordinary other than what's directly in front of you. Your yard looks pretty much the way it did. Again, it's a little foggy and it's still pretty dusky, um, so it's not like you can see for forever, but you don't really notice anything else out of the ordinary. I think I would peek under this tarp and then kind of like, kind of like yank it away to actually reveal what's under it to like, you know, so, all right, so you have squatted down beside it, kneeled down, you've got your draw- your gun completely drawn. Do you have it cocked? We established it's a revolver. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. So, yes. All right, yeah. you cock that bad boy, you look around, you don't see anything, you slowly reach down at the tarp, you yank it back, completely uncovering what appears to be a dead body. I guess just roll. I, I guess I guess uh, I'm gonna roll roll it over. I'm gonna roll over the body to have a look. The body is on its back. Uh, oh, you, but you want me to roll? You want me to roll? Don't I you? I do want you to roll. Investigate. I see that now. That's what you're good at, right? Yeah. As a matter of fact, I got a. I rolled a, net, a two, and then I got a plus four. Perfect. So. so you rolled a six, which is really good. In fact, I think you could say that it is fantastic. All right. So, um, the body was already lying on its back. So, you did not have to roll it over. And with your superior investigating, um, you notice some pretty glaring things that pop right out at you immediately. First of all, this is a woman. She is middle-aged. You do not recognize this woman. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Um. <laughs> I was about to be like, Jincy, I had a whole conversation that I've been planning like over the last week I was going to have it with Matt. Boy, it would have been really mean if I had done that, huh? But no, you do not recognize this woman. She has um, uh, sandy blonde hair, and it is up in a bun, a messy bun on top of her head. Um, she is in 
running attire. She's in a um, like a tank top and some leggings and some running shoes. She is. She seems very peaceful. It just looks like she just came out here and took a nap on your lawn after uh, doing some heavy running. And um, she was just so tired, she just came out here to take a nap, and someone just laid this tarp over her. However, uh, upon further investigation, you know, you do all the normal stuff. You check her pulse and everything. No pulse. She's pale and freezing cold to the touch. And you do notice a very similar bite mark on her neck to the one that was on Cooper Washington. Well, it's not great that she's on my lawn, but let's call it in. <laughs> okay. So you take out your cell phone. Is your cell phone on? Yeah. I just want to compliment you, Jensie, Um, That it's so brave to have cell phones in a story. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, like, wow. The, the, uh, the sheer, just the balls of that. <laughs> right. So, like, one of the things watching Twilight, I was like, man, I'm glad they didn't really have cell phones. <laughs> But here we are. But, but yeah, I'm I'm doing that. I'm calling it in. All right, so you call it in. Um, you know that officers are on their way. A lot of times, police will have a favorite reporter. Okay. Um, that they talk to. Okay. Are you about to give um, me a name? I don't. I don't know if I. I need to know if you feel like if it's important to have this character or not, though, because I don't want to like gum up our story with a lot of characters that aren't really necessary. Ben, if you would like to give um, me a face, if you want a reporter to talk to, we're gonna make it happen. What's this person's name? Um, Cornelius we'll Jones. I actually really like that. <laughs> uh, we're gonna call this person Cornelius Jones. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Uh, I would like Cornelius Jones to use uh, they, them pronouns. Okay, they, them. How old are they? Uh, well, we'll say that they, they're in their, like... 27. Yeah, I was about to say, they're, like, mid-20s to mid-to-late-20s. Wow, Alex, why don't you just, like, read my mind, huh? <laughs> All right, they're 27, Are you a vampire, so Alex? are they a pretty... <laughs> Shh, sh don't tell them. Are they a pretty established reporter, or are they new to it, or why do you? I'm like gonna this say I'm gonna so say much? what the that I was used to talking to the person who had their job before them, but they've been doing it a couple of years, and I decided I liked them too. Um, that they're just like the cops reporter for the uh, for the Forks Forum, um, and so like yeah. I, there was a there was another guy at the paper that I would always call, and now it's Cornelius, and so I call Cornelius, and I kind of like Cornelius. Okay, they're pretty good, pretty good person, real professional. They're nice. So I, I ba basically I, I call Cornelius, and I always say, "Uh, Cornelius, you should get down here." Uh, and like I'm fine with you being down here, but it's at my house, and it's. I mean, it's a crime scene, so don't, uh, don't stamp around too much, okay? Don't do what? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm I already, I'm already running out of the door. I'm, I'm heading your way. What, what, what'd you just say? Sorry. I, I'll be I said, there in just a minute. Don't even worry about it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I got my camera and everything. I'll see you soon. Wait, uh, uh, I don't actually know where you live. What, where do you live? 
No, no, it's fine. Uh, I'll find it. No, wait, actually, no, I need you to tell me. Just, right. you know, just text uh, it to me. I'll put it in Google Drive. Wait, no, I mean Google Maps. Uh, No, you don't have one of those phones, do you? No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'll find it. Wait, I mean, no, I'll you have live all hit, by the... I'll have, to hit the I'll have to hit the five key like three times to get, you know, the S, but I can, I can, I'll, I'll get it to you eventually. No, it's too late. Just tell me now. All right, cool. I'll be there in like, uh... Like twenty seconds? No, I mean like twenty minutes. I don't know. Uh, I'll be there really soon. Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm running yeah, out the door think, right now. I think it'll take you about seven minutes, actually. Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, seven minutes. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'll see you soon, uh, Chief. And then uh, they hang up. Um, Haley, where does Estella live, by the way? You wouldn't you like to know? You <laughs> but I would though. Just text <laughs> like, you the address. Do you? <laughs> Just text me. Uh, do you live like in town proper? Do you live in a suburb? Uh, do you live like kind of like outside of town? No, I I, I live outside of town. You live outside yes. of town. Okay, cool. Kind of, basically in the woods. Yeah. Okay. So like in the woods. Yeah. Sure. So you guys like your privacy. People with a lot of money often like to be secluded by themselves out in the middle of the woods. Perfect. All right. So um, that would be too far out for you to even give me a notice roll so don't even worry about it all right so lots of people do start noticing and when the police cars show up lots of hubbub outside alex does this wake you uh i'd like to roll a notice to see if it does how heavy of a sleeper are you medium 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 rare i can't imagine this wouldn't wake you up unless you were dead yeah, do you have anything so, to add to that? So, my my notice would be plus two. Oh, yeah, totes, you notice it. Yeah, you wake up. Okay, I uh, wake you up. You hear some hubbub going on outside your window, like, faces the front yard, so it's pretty easy for you to... Cool. Uh, I, I want to say I, I walk out the front door in, in your my, pajamas? In my Spider-Man pajamas. <laughs> oh. Like it's a nice little nod. Good. <laughs> All right, Chief. Uh, we got. <laughs> Sorry. We got. <laughs> we got lots of police officers. Um, this old nineteen ninety eight Dodge Avenger screams up into the into the driveway, and this twenty seven year old frantic looking news reporter runs out and is running toward you, and your son comes out the front door. Bradley. Hey, Bradley, go back Charlie, inside. Charlie, what's going on? Bro, go back inside. I'll explain in a minute, okay? I don't, you're not going to school today. It's just not happening. What? what I'm the police chief. It'll be fine. You won't get truant or whatever. <sighs> whatever, Charlie. And I walk back inside. Okay, alright, not putting up a fight. You're just like, yeah, whatever, cool. Going back to bed. Alright, so, um, Bradley walks back inside, and, um... Here comes Cornelius Jones. Okay, Chief. All right, I'm here. Uh, sh- tell me what's going hey, on. Off the I, lawn. I, 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 off the lawn, Cornelius. Are you serious right now? Are you serious right now? I'm nowhere near it. Yeah. I'm nowhere near the thing. I'm like all the way okay, over here. Okay. What do you want from me? All right, all right, fine. Look, <laughs> Jesus, Cornelius. <laughs> okay. You know, you know the guy before. The guy before you was a lot chiller. You know that? Yeah. Well, the guy before me just fucking left. What do you want from me? All right, I'm here right now. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. We're to being serious. Oh, we're being serious reporter mode. Okay, all right, Chief, what's going on? Tell me the facts. All right. Look, I'm going to put this to you as non-dramatically as possible, Cornelius. All right? All right, so you want me to make a big deal out of this. Got it. All right, tell me, Chief. N- uh, oh, God. 
damn it, corny. Okay. <laughs> Did you just um, call me corny? Uh, he always calls them corny. <laughs> no, it's cool. I love it. That's my nickname. All right, continue. Sorry, I'm yeah. just messing with you, Chief. You, you know me. All right, tell me. Okay, what's going on? Anyway, currently on my lawn, Cornelius. Is ah, a dead all right, Cornelius makes a big deal of stomping <laughs> over into the gravel and and points directly at their feet, and they're like, "Okay, I'm not on your lawn now. Let me do my job." Tell okay, me but what's you're going on private on. property. In, get in the street, Cornelius. That's public property. You're on private property. This you is a crime scene. Him here. Yeah, 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 but this is, this is not, <laughs> like, you, you shout that from the house, Bradley, and I'm like, that's not how it works, Bradley. <laughs> it's not like he's a vampire and has to be invited in somewhere. I, I want to peek, I wanna peek out the window, and I'm like, Cornelius, you can go wherever you want, you have my permission. Thanks, man, thanks, I appreciate it. Okay, fine, and then Cornelius stomps over to the sidewalk and is like 40 feet away from you now and is yelling at you, okay, chief, now tell me what's going on. Okay, but I, I go over to Cornelius. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> I, I I'm going to give them that uh, courtesy, and I'm like, all right. Y you remember Cooper, right? Cooper? Yeah, Cooper, yeah, man, we blew that from story a week ago? wide open. All right, well... I mean, I called you and told you about it, Corny, but fine. Um, this person, we have not identified them yet, and you're going to hold this story until we do. Unidentified body, but, got it. But looks like we've got uh, some similar looking wounds to Cooper. Uh, died in the exact same way. Fork's face eater is at it again. That's going to make the perfect headline. Okay, Anything no else? one has said Forks Face Eater. What? All right? Huh? I and I like I like no 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 no. I uh I like I like I like shush him and I like look back at the house towards Bradley. I says no one has said Forks Face Eater and you're not going to. Oh right, cuz your son still doesn't know about it, Corny says very loudly. <laughs> know I, about what? What? Go back. Go back to your room, Bradley. Charlie, what's God. he talking about? Anyway, Oh, man, gonna, I'm, okay. sorry, I'm sorry, Chief. Cornelius, Cornelius, Cornelius. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Listen to me. Yes. We're going to identify this body. And okay. you're hey, I'm going to eat the last scene. ego. Is that all right? Yes, that's fine. Okay, all right. Good, I already did it. <sighs> this is just, I'm sorry, Chief. Look, I'm sorry. I know that I'm like real hyped up right now and everything, but this is just the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me in my entire career, and I really want to do good with this, and I'm so happy yeah. that you are this taking the time to pick me. I just I just love you so much, man, and I'm just really excited that you trust me with this. Corny, I'm not going to let you down. Okay? Corny, I'm not going to let you down. Corny, Corny, Corny. Yes. This is a murder. It's not fun. Especially not fun for me, because it's on my lawn. Right. Oh, all yeah. Right. Okay, all right. Okay, so so the next order of business is to like identify this body. Okay, so can I can I ask a question? Yes. Why would you call a reporter to see this and then tell them not to report it? Because I forgot. Okay, Alex, I messed up. <laughs> I forgot that you're supposed to. I haven't been a re newspaper reporter for like six years, and I, I I forgot that you need to identify the body first before you release uh, the name of a victim. All right, you know what, Chief? Um, like, I'm just going to stand here till we get this done. I'm just going to stand here till we get this done. I'm with you. Um, so, Bradley, for the past, for the past like, 30-ish minutes or so, you've just been kind of, like, doing what? While well, all of this is going on. I'm, I'm, I'm eating my ego. Okay. I'm not, let, I'm not letting it go. Okay. <laughs> um, 
and I'm probably still I'm I'm probably getting ready for school. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm get I'm getting ready to go because I don't know what's going on. And you don't care and enough to like I, eavesdrop or I, anything. I definitely don't want to stick around the house with my old man. All right, good deal. So you are getting ready to go eating your ego. Uh, Chief, you have just dealt with this business. You go inside. I I kind of call up the stairs. I'm like, hey, Bradley. Oh, Bradley, we need to talk. It's uh, it's pretty important. I'm getting ready for school, Charlie. Yeah, I don't think you're. I don't think you should go to school today. But I've got a really important like lesson. Yeah, that I need uh, to learn in. I'm. It'll be fine. I'm sure. Listen, we need to talk. All right. Give me a minute to get my pants on. I I, I put yeah. on my pants. <laughs> are we going? I was gonna say, are we gonna sit here in like in like a real time I, and wait for you to put pants on? I would on? like I gotta, for you to roll to put I, your pants. I put on. my pants on one <laughs> leg at a time. Would that be athletics? We're gonna call that physique. <laughs> physique. Okay. Okay. Let's see. I'm gonna roll four here. All I right, got a you two. Got a a two plus one. That's, Perfect. That's three. You put those. So pants you put your on. pants on. I put them on. Like, how could you have possibly failed at that? I, <laughs> I tripped over one step and br- hurt my knee. Yeah. Okay. And now he's got a big damaged knee, and it's all bandaged up. So he's got to put his it pants hurt. on. Yeah. It hurts so good. Yeah. <laughs> no. Bless. Okay. Bless. <laughs> all right. He puts his pants on, and then. All right. I uh, I trudge trudge downstairs and the last bit i i, I kind of slide down the rail just like not like really far but like right. just no but like just the last enough. couple of feet like yeah Mary just Poppins? like the last couple of feet yeah exactly so, oh you're really got, definitely gonna have to roll for that mr clumsy i've got an oh umbrella God, time for this <laughs> all right what am i rolling <laughs> athletics athletics yes that is negative two plus three plus one all right sure whatever you don't fall did it yeah Charlie, yeah, you're but, watching but, all but of this Charlie, happen. Yeah, Charlie is like, Did, didn't you like almost break your leg like yesterday? No, never mind. This is more important. So before I start, I kind of, I kind of tell Bradley to sit down, and I, I, I am definitely having my tone. Definitely has the like, hey, your your mom and I are uh, well, we're not gonna be living together anymore. Kind of, kind of tone to his voice. Um, uh. I think I might need to invoke an accent, uh, an accent, an aspect here. I'm going to invoke an accent. I'm going to be Italian. No. no. <laughs> Don't, Ben. I've heard you're Italian. No, you've heard my Scottish. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the same as your Italian. Well, the Italian t- turns out pretty good because <laughs> I know how to do that one, but I'm not going to do it. Um, I think I need to invoke this. Uh, I I am about to have a conversation with Bradley, but I'm going to do whatever is possible to keep him from leaving the house today. Now, maybe narratively it happens, but like, I'm going to attempt to force Bradley to stay in this house, even though I kind of get technically kidnapping because <laughs> he's 18. Um, but I'm invoking my no longer sees the world as safe uh, aspect. Okay, but but in in order to do it, you have to really like there has to be something that you're using it for, like to either re-roll or have a plus two to something. So you probably don't want to invoke it without having to roll for something, right? Fair enough. That makes sense. Okay. So I sit down and I kind of look down and I'm like, kind of like, you know. Wait, you told uh, Bradley to sit down. Bradley, did you sit down? Um, yes. Okay, cool. So you're both sitting down at the dining room table. 
uh, it's like real quiet. You can hit like hear a clock ticking, and he goes like, "All right, you're gonna you're gonna be kind of mad, I think." But listen, Chuck, if this is about the birds and the bees, you have HBO. I've seen I've seen the Thrones. I I kind of know what's going He's on. He's like, "All right, well, first down there, first of all, TV sex is not like real sex, but that's a different conversation that we're gonna have." We're not going to have. You're 18. I'm not going to have We that. really, yeah, we don't need to have that. Anyway, that's exactly. not about that. Um, you, when you were a, a baby, not a baby really, more like a, a toddler. Um, I know you don't, I know you don't remember living here that much when you were little. Um, there was a, a guy who ran around. Uh, people called him the Forks Face Eater, but his real name was, um, Jinzy, do you have a canonical real name for this person? Pablo Kabanakic. Yeah, his name was <laughs> Edward. Felon. no! Edward Finch. That Edward Finch kind of, <laughs> his name being Edward kind of rules, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um, anyway, his real name is Edward Finch, but the town called him the Force fa- uh, the, fa- the the Forks Face Eater. Boy, that was supposed to be dramatic, and it did not happen. Um, try again. Try read, again. Read. Uh, try again. Read. Like his real name was Edward Finch, but the town called him the Forks Face Eater. He uh, he was a cannibal. Uh, he, he tore out the throats of at least a dozen people. Um. I know you... Town hasn't talked about it much uh, until recently. Um, I, I wouldn't see why they would. Yeah. That's uh, pretty creepy. Yeah. Well, I... Uh, the reason I'm chief is because I caught this guy. Um, and I caught him red-handed. Do you... Do you want me to buy you a cake or something? Yeah, no. Shut up, Bradley. Listen. I caught him red-handed with you with me. Yeah, he uh he's about an inch away from getting into your neck when you were just a little guy. And uh wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me that when I was a child some man abducted me and was going to rip my throat out? Yeah, look, your mom and I And y'all wait and y'all wait till now? Your your mom and I to tell me just this? thought that it would do nothing but stress you out. Yeah, yeah, it would stress me out. I know, I know. Like I'm stressed out right now, Charlie. My name is Alex, and I will be your guide through this emotional steamway we call The Break. First, I want to give a big shout out to the Wolves of Chernobyl. They are a band who plays locally to us here in Huntsville. They're a folk rock band with a poetic post-apocalyptic tilt. It is super criminal that they are not more popular than they are, but they have graciously let us use their music for our podcast here. You would have heard them in this episode and probably episodes going forward. Um, you can look them up on Spotify, but they really only get like a fraction of a cent when you look listen to them there. So it would be really cool if you supported them 
by checking out their albums. They have a new album out called something I'm not going to try to pronounce. It's E-S-C-H-A-T-O-L-O-G-I-E-S or Eschatotologies or something of that nature. Uh, they just had a Kickstarter that went super good. They got funded right before the buzzer. I'm super happy for those guys, and we want to continue shelling out some support for them. Giving some shout-outs for our Twitter and Facebook followers. Jordan, the RPG designer, also known as at Tabletop Crow on Twitter. He made a tabletop RPG called For the Dungeon! Exclamation point. He sent this to us, and it's an improv comedy game where you play as minions of an evil person. Uh, we're thinking about it, what kind of movie we can pair this with. We haven't got there yet, but we're uh, we're shooting around some ideas. And if you are an RPG designer, uh, go ahead and let us know. And if you have a game, we might try to work that into our podcast. And we will give you all the mad props that we possess. Kent Blue of Roll to Play, a podcast where they play one-shot RPGs. We're going to give a shout-out to him. Doom Plays of the Land Above podcast. Going to go ahead and give a shout-out to them, too. Chaotic Goodness podcast, especially Kim from Chaotic Goodness. We have a lot of uh, fun back and forth on Instagram. Uh, They're good people. We like them. Also, Jason Danger of the Incredibly Daring podcast. A shout-out for you, buddy. Thanks to Caleb Montgomery for making the music for the podcast, as well as coming up with the name Roleplay Redcon. Also a big thanks to Jeanette Blasius, my wife, uh, for designing our logo and uh, just being a general super help for me daily. Thanks to all the rest of our fans and family for uh, for being supportive of us, uh, sharing our social media, getting us out there, word of mouth and whatnot. And if you talk about us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, or by emailing us, uh, we'll give you a shout-out too. So uh, go ahead and spread the word about us. Let us know. If you want an ad or a special message read by us, uh, any one of us really, you can specify, uh, just get a hold of us on social media or email us at friends at roleplayretcon.com. Episode 3 will be up in about two weeks, somewhere around September 18th. And I know you're going to want to listen in. It's going to be a good one. As always, I want to thank you for showing up to the break. And now I'll let you get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Bradley is currently being told some pretty deep info, and um, it's uh, it's really difficult for him to comprehend this and come to terms with it. I want you to roll a will check. Will do. To see if you can, um, you know, be okay with, with all this mental strain that's, that's being placed on you. All right. I got nothing to will. Let's see what goes on here. 
I got a minus two. You did get a minus two. I got um, a minus two. Yeah, that's not great. That's not great. I wanted you to get a one. Um, do you have anything that you want to do? Like, I could, I could invoke my touched by the dark <gasps> to see about rerolling that, maybe. All right, tell me how you would use touched by the dark. So clearly, Bradley was was influenced by these this this kind of figure early on in his childhood, and it kind of left a taint on him. Um, that maybe he didn't know about it, but it kind of influenced his life, maybe. And maybe he sees things in more of a uh, a a, um, a macabre kind of way, and so that maybe that that would lend to him dealing with this. Okay, all right, uh, I'm good with that. That sounds that makes sense to me. Go ahead and let's. Spend one of your fate points. Go spend, ahead. Spend a point there. Reroll. And then we'll reroll I, that. I can't get over the fact that he just said taint. It's <laughs> <laughs> so hard not to laugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I laughed. I, I did it. I did it on porpoise. On porpoise. All right. That is a this is a zero. All right. Still not. Still not there. Still not there. Um. Your taint didn't make it. <laughs> My taint. The taint didn't get there. Uh, all right okay oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry alex okay so um you still failed and um your taint failed my taint failed me once again when i needed him the most this is gonna be a 30 second long episode and it's just gonna be that joke (laughs) that's the best thing that's ever happened on this podcast the taint oh yeah my taint (laughs) My taint's Alex's the best thing that happened to this Alright. Okay, guys. Alright, bear with me for just a second, please. I need you Bearing guys to with st- you. I need you guys to stick with me. Okay. So, I got a big old bear taint. This. Uh, please don't. Shut please up. Stop. Just shut up. Everyone just move on. <laughs> Alright. Um, this is going to add uh, stress to you. This is going to add stress to you. Because you failed a, a will roll. So um, what what we're going to do here is we are going to put a little check mark in your mental click mark stress right there. Gotcha. box. Do you see that pop up there? I see it. All I right. Do. So what that means is I don't think any kind of, I don't think any kind of consequences happen yet because we only checked one box. So um, you, you'll be able to recover from it eventually. But uh, right now you just, uh, you got a little... Check mark in your stress box for your mental. No, your I'm mental stressed. health has been. You've got a blow to the mental health. I should say so. Yeah, yeah. So feel free to freak out accordingly. Charlie, I can't deal with this right now. I I gotta I gotta get out of no, here. No, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Is I, I don't think it's safe right now. That why wouldn't it be safe? You said the guy got on trial. Clearly, yeah, he well, confessed everything and went to jail. Yeah, first day in jail, he kills two guards and he escapes, and no one's seen him in the last fifteen years. Are you telling me right now that someone abducted me as a child, went to trial, and got away, and you didn't tell me any of this until right now? Well, yeah, it, yeah. And also, I, I want to say that Bradley gets up and starts going toward the door. I okay, I definitely put a hand on 
Brad's shoulder, and he's like, I get you're mad at me. He shrugs it off so hard. I think this might be All some right. kind of, yeah, uh, I don't know if I'm going to fight my son. So are you trying to physically restrain him? I, I don't want to, I, I don't think he would, he would let it get to the point of, like, being a fist fight or anything, but, like, yeah, I'm resisting him. Like shrugging it off, I'm. I am. I am trying to physically apprehend him, like a, like a police officer might physically apprehend someone without like being overblown with force. You know. Okay. All right. So you are um trying to kind of like grapple him a little bit. So we're gonna have you roll physique for that. That's okay. I've had my mom tackle me before. It's cool. It happens. Yeah, Haley. Haley's mom is an actual cop. Yeah, my mom is a police officer, and she's tackled me before, so it's <laughs> it's actually a pretty pretty easy yeah, thing. A police officer would have techniques for physically restraining someone without like exactly. excessive force. So yeah, exactly. I, I think that the GM should have this happen. <laughs> okay, physique. Easily. Okay, I don't have a physique, so <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I made myself an old man with no physique, so. I mean, it's not about me. It's about the roles here. I got a zero. (laughs) Do you have anything to add to that? No, no. I didn't put physique on here on purpose. Oh, no. Hmm. Okay. Am I I opposing this? You're going to contest it with, um, would you like to try and, like, squeeze out away from him with, like, athletics? Or would you like to try and push back with physique? I think I'm going to squeeze out with athletics. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you are. Because mm. I, I get a plus three mm. to that. You sure do have a plus three to that. Sorry, Haley. It's not up to me. It's up to the dice. Oh. It's so up to the dice. It's that's up minus to the two dice. plus one. So I'm at a plus or a plus three. So I'm at a plus one. All oh right. My. So um, Alex uh, Bradley gets up to go away because he is freaking out. And... Charlie, the cop, goes over and tries to grab him and, and keep him in. And then... Bradley, you just kind of like squeeze out from under him, just like whoop, tuck out from under his arms, and you you get away. You're heading toward the door. Does Estella see this at all? Estella, Can't you see it at so all? Um, last we checked, you were at your house knitting. Has there been any I reason was. for you to leave? Um, I feel a disturbance in the force. All right, you feel sure the okay. police force in, in the force of Bradley. Okay. Um, Oh well, actually, uh, I'm sorry. I should say Charlie. I I should definitely say Charlie. So could could I? Um, Man, if you were standing on the lawn, I don't, That would be like a, in like the throng of onlookers. Exactly. That would be so rad. Exactly. Like, can I can I just be there, like on looking, because I know it's happening. Because, um, not not because. I know that Bradley is involved, but because I I know that Charlie is involved, is that okay? Can, All can right. I know that? So let's. We need to do some rolls. Let's do it. All I'm right. Ready. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and say. Uh, Stella, even though she's knitting, she has been already very concerned about Bradley and his safety. So there would be, sure, there would be plenty of reason for her to at least passively be, like, scanning thoughts and and stuff uh, from people who get close enough for her to be able to do that. So maybe she started, like, with the police, maybe a police officer drove uh, past her road, past her house, and she kind of picked up on maybe the word Charlie or something. And Ooh, I think that would be... Yeah. 
So I think that that would be a good enough reason for her to want to investigate. Uh, but if you want to give me a notice roll, we can do that. Yeah, let's do a notice roll. I like that. Okay. So you said that probably a police car went by my house, correct? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, okay, that's very interesting. Yeah, and I feel like, I, yeah, I I hope that I notice that. And, um, yeah, let's do a roll for that. Oh! All right. Yeah, you do. I, I wanted good. you to get a fair of two, and you got a three, so good deal. Yeah, so you're knitting um, yeah. and at, at all times. You're, you're pretty much, like, trying to keep tabs on this boy, but not, like, too much, you know, not too much. You're just yeah, only obsessed to... with him. I don't want to be like Freddy Krueger or anything. I don't want to be like super weird. Yeah, you don't want to be like in his room while he's asleep or anything weird like that. No, nothing nothing uh, creepy like that. Uh, what? Wait, what happens at Twilight? Uh, well, yeah, I don't want to be in. I don't want to be in his room. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah. So like a police car is driving by, and like you're just you're listening. And you hear something about Charlie's house. Right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Wait, wait a second. Something's happening at Charlie's house. What's happening? I need I need to find out. I need to go where this thing is happening. With like a three plus, like wouldn't she like maybe hear Charlie's house and murder? She only beat it with a shift of one. Because I needed a well, fair I mean, what, two. What's, what's, her, what's her notice stat? Oh, what is your notice stat, Haley? Oh, I'm sorry. My uh, notice is uh, plus one. Okay, so you get two shifts. Okay, yeah, sure. But Charlie mm. murder. Charlie house murder. Charlie house murder. Well, okay, you so to, I'm you pretty... To, you make, go to all sorts of leaps with that information, huh? <laughs> okay, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty far away, but there's um, police vampire. cars coming by. A vampire. Let's be real. Um, there's police cars pretty close to my house, and I, I, I kind of hear what's going on that there's a disturbance happening near Charlie's house. But when I hear it's Charlie's house, I really hear that it's Bradley's house. Let's be real here. And so I'm really drawn to needing to be near this incident. You sure are. You sure are. So, um, are you wanting to uh, give me some kind of role and invoke an aspect there? Because it kind of sounds like you're wanting yeah. to a little bit. I do. I do. Um, so, are you going to run or drive? Um, let's see. I think I'm going to drive. I'm going to drive just in case because I know that Charlie is involved here. And I need him to see that. I can drive a car, I guess. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you're going to give I need, me a drive I need him roll. to see. Yeah, I, I need him I to see that think, I can drive a car. I honestly think that um, since Bradley puts a spin on your world, that maybe you're not thinking straight and you just like run there as fast as you can because you can get there faster I, running than you can I'm with sure a car, can. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could do that. I could do that. and But I'm also seeing... The, the willing to turn on other vampires and I'm already thinking that whatever's happening cannot be bears or another human being. Um, Alright, Haley, here's the deal. I'm going to tell you what I need 
I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. So You tell me what I need, GM. You GM me. You GM me real good. If what you are wanting to do, Haley, as a player, is get to Bradley's house before he gets out, if you're wanting to meet him at the door, then I'm going to need you to roll a five. You do not have anything in it for... Um, for drive, so if you rolled a drive skill, that would be you wouldn't ha- be able to add anything to it. You would be able to add an aspect to it if you wanted to do that. But if you wanted to have a skill that you could roll with, um, you could do physique. I would let you do physique. That would be a plus two, and then you could also use an aspect. But you got to get a five to be able to get there while Bradley is storming out the door. Okay, I feel like I need to use an aspect of uh, Bradley puts a spin on my existence. Okay, why don't you go so, ahead and roll first and tell me what you're rolling. So I'm rolling a four. Uh, a, a Push four. Push four? Push four. Are you doing drive, driving, or are you What's, running with physique? Okay, skill that I'm using is physique, mm-hmm. which is going to okay, be... Okay, so you get a plus, plus two, two to that. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, I rolled a zero, and then I get a mm-hmm. plus two, so I get a two. Yes, so if you used an aspect, you could either add a plus two to that, or you could re-roll. But also, you don't have any stunts, so if you were wanting to make up a stunt, that would also be an option. Remember, you Mm. guys get three stunts without any kind of penalties. This is a good time. I feel like this is a very good time to come up with a roll. uh, I'm sorry, a stunt that involves anything to do with... Uh, when I'm trying to intervene with something that happens with Bradley. Does that make sense? It sure does. Okay. I don't so, want to... Yeah, I don't want to give it a weird name like, eat my shorts. Bradley's protector. <laughs> That's the best part, though. Bradley's <laughs> protector. I love it. I love it. Um, is that what you're All typing right. in? You're typing... Oh, yep. there it is. Bradley's protector. Boom, boom. What skill would you like to add this to? Protect me, I senpai. assume physique. Um, this would probably be physique. Yeah, I was gonna, physique. I was gonna go for physique. Physique would be this. Would you like to be able to create an advantage with this? I assume. Yes, definitely, definitely. So, would you like a rules exception, a bonus to the action, or a new action to skill? I like a bonus. Bonus. All right. Bonus to action. So, and you want to be able to overcome and create an advantage and defend? Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm going to tell you you can't attack with this. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Um, we're going to give you, I guess, a plus two. You're going to have to roll a skill in order to be able to use this. And um, that's okay. All right, so um, what kind of description do you want? What, what do you want this to, to be? Depending on what you say is is whether or not I'm going to charge you a, a fate point for it. So basically I want this action to be something involving, uh, I don't, I don't really need to be directly beside Bradley. I just need to be near enough to use another sense. That's probably going to be smell because I cannot hear him. So I want to be able to react very quickly to the smell of Bradley. 
Is that okay? Or do I need to add more to that? Or do I need to... Um, Let's say um, since. We'll just use the word since. We, it doesn't have to be any kind of specific... Um, since. So let's say, um, do you want this to be a once per session thing? Mm. Yeah, that sounds good. Once per session, yeah. So yeah. let's say that whenever you sense that he is in immediate danger, mm-hmm. you get to add a plus two to a physique roll in order to protect him from danger. All right, would you like to use this now? Yes, I would. I would like to use it now. You rolled a zero. I rolled a zero. Are you going to give me a, a plus a fee? You get a plus two with your physique. You wanted to use a fate point um, to invoke an aspect, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And then you got an additional, additional plus two with your stunt. I don't know if this is legal. I, I haven't read anything to, con- to the contrary that I remember. So if you're a fate core person, don't call me out on this. But I'm going to give you a plus six to that zero. Uh, you needed a five, so you do succeed. And, all right. Cool beans. So, <laughs> you sprint with your quick vampire speed across the sleepy town of Forks. You show up at Bradley's house. You hear lots of thoughts coming from Charlie. And, um, the, you made it. You made it in time. The door starts to open. I want, I want, like, me and Estella to lock eyes. There she lurks, there she waits, with her long eyes drawn in the dead of night. There she lurks, there she waits, out in the cold. I don't notice Bradley. I just notice Charlie staring at me, and I'm staring at him, and I can hear his thoughts. Would you like to say some thoughts for her to hear, Ben? Yeah. Well, well what would you like to say? I have not suspected that, like, like she's the Forks face eater or something. I just, uh, it's not. I'm not suspicious on that level. But now I think, I think you're hearing my police brain put. There's that weird person I don't trust, and here's this weird dead lady on the police chief's lawn, and I do not like that both of those things are in the same space right now. All right, Estella, you have just learned some info that you didn't know before. There's a dead lady on the lawn. Uh, I also I also might see Bradley moving toward you, and uh, that is a, a very negative thing in my mind. I don't want you guys... I don't want... I think... I think Bradley's out. not moving toward her. He's moving toward his car. Which is also um, in her general but, direction because she's in the driveway and your car is in the driveway. He does see her and those like he's like, Stella, what are you doing here? I don't I don't see your car. Now, we need to go to school. You want to ride to school? I'm going to school. Uh, y- yeah, yeah. I, I guess I guess I need a, a ride to school. Yeah, Bradley. If that's okay with Come you, on, let's, let, let, let's go let's, to school. Yeah. I, and, I need to get out of here. And while I'm saying this, I'm kind of making eyes at Charlie. Um, making eyes at him, making, huh? making eyes, making eyes. Like Nice. Nice. Uh, I I don't want... Bra- that's uh, my dad. Uh, ooh. 
<laughs> I, d- I don't want Charlie to know. Oh, oh no, there's no way Charlie could know. But I'm, I'm kind of making eyes at Charlie, and I'm just like making eyes at my dad. When, <laughs> when I like, I like that when you're Bra- like being nice to ha- to Haley, <laughs> but you're like determined to make it weird, like with me. He's trying so hard. Uh, so, so. I I'm making Make eyes. eyes at my dad. I'm making eyes at your dad, <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, we got it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> what I want to do is make eyes at Charlie at my and, dad and <laughs> and kind of just walk away with Bradley. Knowing that I need to go with him, I need to protect him. I need to protect him and go to school with him. I think Charlie has accepted at this point that the there is nothing he can do to stop this today. Like there's nothing you can do to stop Stella wanting to go to school with him. Yeah, yeah. Like this particular thing is, I'm not. I'm not going to be like a crazy person and run after you in your car. Like I'm accepting that. I lost this battle today. So Bradley and I are talking in. I'm going to assume my my car. No, you ran from home. Uh, you guys are in the AMC Pacer. Oh my the god! The pacemaker. The pacemaker. Oh, uh, oh my gosh! It's really hard for me to be in this this vehicle right now because I, I I'm I'm sure it gets really bad gas mileage, but. My mom was my mom was killed and eaten by an AMC pacer. Bradley is very, very quiet and very fumy. Whilst whilst driving to school, I want to try to connect with him more because it it still drives me mad that for some reason I can't understand what he's thinking but I can understand what everyone else is thinking. So I want to, I want to roll something here to uh, kind of make him s- uh, talk about himself a little bit. And uh, I think that that would be that he um, puts a spin on my existence. Okay. So go ahead and roll for rapport. Uh, Alex, if you want to contest this, roll for Will. Otherwise, we'll use a passive one. I'll I'll roll just so I have a chance to fail. <laughs> so I get a one. And you don't have anything to add to that, but you do uh, invoke your aspect. I'm going to take your last fate point away of um, he puts a spin on your existence so you get a plus two to that. So you got a plus three. Alex, do you have anything to add to Will? I have nothing to add to Will. All right. So you beat him by two. So um, Alex, you uh, Bradley is going to be more receptive of whatever it is that she wants to connect okay. with you about. So with this, about. I can I can talk to him about anything now that I've rolled up. Okay. <laughs> talk to me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Speak your, so speak your words at uh, me. Now we're, I guess we're riding together to school, and really from Bradley. Bradley, I want to know. Um, 
how do you feel about your father? Like, how do you feel about Charlie being the chief of police? How do you, how do you feel about everything that's going on right now? Because apparently there is a, a homicide happening. How do you, how do you feel about that? How does that make you feel? You know, I don't know my dad. I, mom left him when we were very young, and to this point, I never knew why. But apparently, and get this, I was kidnapped when I was a kid at three years old. Three years old, and I was kidnapped by a, a psychopath, a murderer. Who ripped out people's faces, supposedly. When Bradley says this, I put a hand over my face. My mouth. You know this. Yeah. I, I put a... Stella knows that she was yeah, there. Yeah, I, I put a hand over my, my mouth while he's saying this. And they they never told me. And this this has to be the reason why they got divorced, right? This has... This has this is just putting... My world is is rocking. It's 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 going crazy. It's off the scale. And I don't I don't know what to do with it. Bradley, do you, do you know what I am? Does he know what I am at this point? No. Secret secret. He does not. He doesn't even suspect okay. because the last time when he heard you, when you heard him saying stuff, um he won the deceive roll. He knows that you're a liar. But he doesn't know what you were lying about. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I hear him saying this all to me, and my hand is over my mouth. Like, I'm very appalled by what he's saying. And I'm just very upset by what he is saying. And like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that this, that this happened to you. I, I understand. I understand what you're going through. You may not understand that aspect, but I know what you're going through. But like, how how could you know? I mean, I don't want to put myself on a pedestal here, clearly, but like, were you abducted as a child? Did How much has I your don't know, I don't know. How, how much has your father told you? nothing to this point. Absolutely nothing. This is the first day I found out about it. And apparently, they caught the guy 15 years ago, and he escaped, and they said nothing to me about it. And I'm getting the feeling no one's put these dots together for me, but I'm just gonna shoot in the dark that maybe this is the same guy. It's so frustrating to to not know what you're thinking about and it's so frustrating it's so frustrating to me however what do you mean I, I, I'm telling you everything I'm thinking about uh, uh, I believe you I believe you Bradley I think you need to talk to your dad I think you need to confront him I think you need to confront your dad there's there's some there's some dark things happening here in Force Washington and I think you need to confront him I think you need to my confront him. My dad's the last person I want to talk to. Bradley, I, I just, uh, 
there's something there's something wrong there's something there's something happening and it it, it makes me so angry i i can't understand what you're what you're thinking i i don't know what you're thinking but there's something happening there's something happening you should not be here you're not safe you're not safe Uh, Charlie takes out the phone from his pocket. He sees that it is his good friend Madge calling. All he wants to do right now is hear her voice because she is comforting to him. So uh, you open up the the clamshell phone and before you can uh, say any kind of greeting to her, um, you hear a man's voice. And he says, Charlie, so nice of you to answer. This voice inside my head confirms the shadow behind your eyes. 